Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Well, thank God he wasn't shot through the heart. He wouldn't be sitting with me right now. The classic Bon Jovi. Got a great guest list ahead of you today, folks. Gordon Chang, Rich Lowry, Alan Dershowitz, Inna Vernikov. But we did talk earlier. I brought it up to the traffic guy, Joe Nolan. Now, today happens to be the 31-year commemoration. Anniversaries are nice things. This isn't nice. 31-year commemoration of when the Gotti family put six bullets in Curtis Sleeper's stomach. So thank God he was not, as Bon Jovi stated there, shot through the heart. But uh, Curtis, as you start this Monday morning, and you're on every day this week. Also, you can listen to Curtis noon to one. He's great every weekday afternoon and all weekend long. You start off uh, this first appearance of the week, and you've got an issue, if you will, with one aforementioned Joseph Nolan. Yo, before I get to Joseph Nolan, hey, Lou, you know, I hate you more than ever before. <laughs> he picked that shot. Now, by the way, let me correct you. He hit me with five hollow-point bullets, Michael Leonardi. He did fire six. And little Nick, Nick Carrazzo, head of the Gambinos in uh, Canarsie, who said, I hate this guy. Gotti, I'll do it for you. You don't got to pay me off. said, don't try to shoot him in the head. Because that was their execution of Michael Leonardi, who also grew up in Canarsie. Michael said, I know how to whack people, huh? You always trusted me to whack people. I'm going to shoot him in the head. Little Nick said, don't shoot him in the head. First shot, he went for the head shot, missed me, and then got me with five as he aerated my lower intestines. Lucky I was able to jump out of that cab and end up sucking asphalt on the street on Avenue B and C. Well, I would understand why you'd be upset with Michael and the other gentlemen. They did shoot you, but why would you be angry with Joseph Nolan? What did he do? In this? Oh, Joe uh-oh, Nolan, uh-oh. he was having a good old time, right? <laughs> Mr. Jersey City. Oh, maybe you'll go out tonight for dinner with the Gotties. Well, let me tell you something. September 11th, right, big night, opening... Bills versus Jets met like Stadium. Week one, yes. And Aaron Rodgers' debut, Jets and Bills, big AFC East matchup. Right, and uh, typical Joe Nolan will be half in the bag before the game. J-E-T-G-S. No, 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 Sweetheart, he cannot be half in the bag before the game because he works. He's the PA announcer at Giant Stadium for the Jets. He'll be half in the bag. If you know Joe Nolan, he's always half in the bag. So guess what, guys? And you're a Jet fan, and I don't dislike the Jets. But there is a guy out there who already put the curse on the Mets. Remember at the start of the season, George Santos, the drag queen congressman from the North Shore, Long Island. Remember what he said? Remember? Hey, guys. Today's opening day. As a good old Mets fan, I know you guys aren't going to be playing until April 6th back home, but in good old fashion, let's go Mets! The curse of George Santos is upon the Mets. Now look at Let me just say this. There's no other logical reason why a baseball team with that payroll and that much talent after 71 games is five games under 500. 
So I'm buying into this. And George you Santos see, did it. If I would have been not Tiki Barber, the replacement for Carton, although you didn't put uh, my two cents I in did. there, did I did. Uh, Chris Olivero City tells me, what the hell does Tiki Barber know about baseball? <laughs> or Stephen A. Smith? They know nothing about baseball. Uh, you know, you say that nothing. I'm going to say this. I've now played two celebrity softball games with Tiki Barber. One was uh, Dolores's Real Housewives of New Jersey game in Brooklyn two years ago. The game ended with Tiki Barber making a spectacular catch on a screaming line drive to shortstop. And Saturday night on Staten Island, with all these great players there, the play of the day by far was a diving. I mean, his body was vertical catch in center field by Tiki Barber. Two games with Tiki I'm talking Vic Works. You know, you know who Two taught of the greatest catches Coughlin. Ever. Coughlin taught him to hold on to the ball. Before <laughs> right. that, he was fumbling all over the place. That's right. He knows nothing about baseball, but let's get back on track. So, Joe Nolan, you make fun of me, right? The Mets look at him. 33-38, as you mentioned, Verlander, Scherzer, Lindor. They're great ball players. I, I hate the Mets, but they're great ball players. It's the curse of the drag queens. <laughs> look at what happened in L.A. Dodgers Stadium, Chavez Ravine, right? They, they brought the drag queens on, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. The first game that Friday night, six innings of no-hit ball. The Dodger, rookie guy, a phenom. And then they lost 7-5. And the next day, 15 nothing. they lost to the Giants. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. largest home loss in 125 yeah. years. Yeah. And how come the San Francisco Giants... The epicenter of gays and lesbians and transgenders and the house of the sisters of perpetual indulgence have never honored them at their stadium. Not Candlestick Park when you froze your tuckers off or the new stadium downtown where you hit a pop fly and it goes into the bay. Think about that because they know. They know there's no room for drag queens in baseball. And now let me tell you, Joe Nolan. Yeah, like Aaron Rodgers. He's all over the place. He's 40 years old. He's got number eight, right? The throwback jersey. It's selling like hotcakes. Guess who's going to put on the number eight Jets, Aaron Rodgers, throwback jersey, and wish the Jets luck on September 11th, the night, opening season, Bills, Jets, MetLife Stadium, but Congressman Drag Queen George Santos. How do you know this? He's I know said that. It? Better, better start taking up a pool oh and bribe him. Oh, my God. Bribe him, Joe Dolan, oh not to God. put that jersey on. Yeah. Because this this will cause the Jets <laughs> to be impaired in perpetuity. That's why I should have been on WFAN. Nobody else makes those connections. They're talking analytics. That's boring. <laughs> Am I right or wrong on this? Uh, listen, I'm buying it. I There's am buying no it. no room in baseball for drag queens. Totally agree. There must have been drag queens at Fenway Park on Friday night. How else can you explain that Yankee embarrassing loss to the Red Sox? Oh, yeah, I can. There's no Aaron Rodgers. Without, oh, I, you mean Aaron Judge. Excuse me. Yeah. You see, I'm an Aaron yeah. Rodgers phobic now. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was no Aaron Judge. Yeah. Without Aaron Judge, the Yankees suck. That's and I'm true. a Yankees fan. Well, by the way, Aaron Judge is responsible for scoring runs, and the Yankees can't pitch. has nothing to do with Aaron Judge. I do want to ask you, though, about that day 31 years ago. Yes. So take me back to that day. You're in the cab. You mentioned the two guys. Try to shoot you six times. Missed your head. Got your stomach five times. Did you even know, did you have any inkling that there really was a hit out there on you? Oh, I knew because uh, they had threatened uh, to put me six feet under in a cardboard box. Because remember, I was disparaging Gotti Sr. He was on trial for the last time. Ended up going triple life without parole. Marion in Illinois. 
uh, and luckily died of throat cancer. Oh, I danced to Tarantella he, 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 he when he suffered. He didn't die of anything. This, uh, this government shot him up, and they actually gave him cancer. Right, it doesn't matter. I applaud them, whoever did that. So. Uh, well, this is where you and I disagree. I, 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 listen, uh, outside the kid, the neighbor who killed the kid, that was an accident, John Gotti didn't bother you unless you bothered him. Oh, sure. He was the end of a great era. Oh, sure. He you was, were, he was you a, weren't he at was the trial. beautiful Apparently, you story. weren't at the trial where John Gotti Sr. gave the orders to John Gotti Jr. to have me whacked. Well, you deserved it. Oh. Yes. And like Vic Amuso now, right? Yes. Little Vic Amuso. You got to let him out. Oh, you got to let, let him out. Me out. Are you he's, kidding me? He he's, was, 80, he's 88 years old. He's sick. Head of the Lucchese crime so family. What? And where was was he born and raised? Canarsie. Where did he go live in Howard Beach? Canarsie to Howard Beach seems to be the plan, but no one loves you more than me. I mean this sincerely. I love you to death, but sometimes you deserve to get shot. You deserve to get shot. You love me so much. Yeah. So if the boys, the Lucchese's, come after me now because yeah. I want Vicar Musso to go straight to hell without an asbestos suit, yes. or the Gattis, a few Gambinos or, who are left. Or the Genovese. Right. Uh, if all of a sudden they pull their toolies out, would you jump in front of me and take a bullet for me? Not a chance. Of course, you're not my <laughs> kumbada cheech like Rudy Giuliani. What is wrong with you? You think Rudy Giuliani would take a bullet for you? Are you high? Never. Did you see the Netflix series Fear City, in which I let it off? You were great in that. And then Rudy goes the rest of the way as he showed you how he wired up all these Gavones homes. Five heads of organized crime like Christmas streets. And one day. Just wired them all up. You got to go. If you haven't seen it yet, you got to get the Netflix four-part series of Fear City and see what I did against the mob. And Rudy even said, man, you are a crazy kid. No, you are. You are crazy. You still are crazy. I mean, you still say stuff that can get you shot. Uh, talking about getting shot, uh, Curtis, a couple of weeks ago, you took issue with my friend Arthur Idala oh. because he said he's been on the subways. It's not as bad. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Would you tell him to stick to the law? He actually, oh. on your show, came on and said, oh, I'm down in the subway three times a day. It's not so bad down there. What is he going to say now, huh, Sid? Well, the truth is he's still taking the subway like I am. Neither one of us have been mugged, shot, or raped well, yet. Wait, you said you haven't taken the A train back to your no, palazzo. I won't do it. No, no, no. I will accompany no, you. No, no, doesn't matter. With no. Lou. No, no. We'll take the H. And by the way, I have Guardian Angels patrolling Beach 116th Street. Thank you. No cops. Thank you. But the Guardian Angels are there because it is. It's become very shady, very dicey. Last stop of the connection from Broad Channel. You could either go to Beach 116th Street where you thought, oh, the Irish Riviera, I'm safe. Or Mott Avenue. Oh, my God. I better wear a bulletproof body condom, man. You'll be doing drive-by shootings on the train above ground. I know. So, so no, come on. One morning, I'll take you back there. You and Lou, I'll no, protect no. you. No, no. Come on, man. No. No. Hey, wait. Eric Adams, he doesn't have any more cops down there. You know the overtime is over tomorrow. Tomorrow the overtime is over. And I took a shot at Eric at the top of the show because we keep hearing the subway numbers are down. Uh, three more violent crimes this weekend. Two people end up dead, one on the J train, and I guess, what was the other person dead on uh, Union Square? The number four train, and the yeah. train pulls into Union Square, dies on the way to <laughs> Bellevue. You had the other guy, remember, you had the Black Hood Samaritan intervenes on the J train as it stops at Marcy Avenue. Another stabbing at, uh, you had Myrtle Avenue and Broadway on the J train, and the three women slashed on the four train right there at 86 in Lexington, 
where even Joan Hamburg says she lives right there. My, my kids won't let me go out at night. It's so dangerous. 86 in Lexington. And where is your mayor, mayor of the illegal aliens all weekend? Marching around Juneteenth. Four people marching for Juneteenth. A holiday that makes no sense. I sent you, I sent you the picture, right? The one float, all festooned in red. Sponsored by Popeyes, which is a death sentence. You go into Popeyes, <laughs> you're going to be in the ICU. You're going to be in the ER. Clogged arteries, heart attacks, strokes. <laughs> the number one killer of people of color is eating that fried crap. And so they're sponsoring the float. And then they have a James Brown imitator up there. So low budget. Oh, my God. It, and this was Juneteenth. Where was this? Where was it? It's just in Harlem. Oh. There's like four people along the uh, street. And, uh, of course, Eric Adams was at every Juneteenth uh, celebration. And I said, uh, brothers, sisters, do you even know what Juneteenth is? Nobody knows. You know, it's the Emancipation of Proclamation, January 1st. 19, excuse me, 1863, in the middle of the Civil War. The reason they won't celebrate that, because who did it? The Republican, Lincoln, who started the Republican Party, and the Democrats were pro-slavery. So they don't want to remind you that Lincoln freed the slaves, that the North sacrificed tens of thousands of white soldiers to free the slaves. It was the Republicans and not the Democrats who wanted them picking cotton and in slavery to the day they died. Well said, Curtis Lee. Well, one more for you. Again, you've got the Guardian Angels on Beach 116, which my neighborhood does appreciate. But I thought about you yesterday, too, because yesterday was the 41st annual Mermaid Parade in uh, Coney Island, that's a freak show, by the way, a, a really rough, rough watch. But not exactly great down there either. Right there, the Surf Avenue, I guess, and down by uh, Nathan's and uh, the amusement park. And the boardwalk. They walk the along boardwalk. the boardwalk. Yeah. Uh, these are women who expose their mammary glands. <laughs> they have little pasties on them. They yeah. pretend to be mermaids There's and silent. There are guys that Well, do that. you know, nowadays a lot of yeah. transgenders, they've <laughs> taken uh, some of those hormone shots. You know, they have these huge mammary glands. Some of the guys there yeah, haven't had a woman in like years, they're like salivating. Wow, you want to go home with me? And the guy goes, wait a second, I got to shave first. <laughs> I mean, this is what you get at the Mermaid Parade. You know, I was King Neptune in the year 2000. No way. I was King Neptune. By the way, this year, King Neptune, they, they chose some idiot rapper who didn't even show up. So they only had the queen. You know who my queen was uh, in the annual guess. Mermaid Day Parade? Uh, you got to give me one hint. One hint. Go ahead. Uh, East Orange, OPP, you and me, hey, hip-hop, hooray. Faith Evans? Queen Latifah. Oh, my God. That's, oh a, God. that's a real queen. I, I thought we were going to have Jungle Fever oh. there. She was my queen. I was Kim Neptune. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she looked at me and she said, Curtis, I respect what you've done, especially in Newark, nearby East Orange, where I grew up. But I don't go your way. You know... I like a little of that uh, that shot of lake from females. Yes. That broke yeah. my heart. Oh, but it's not you. Don't take but it personally. But she person. was my queen. I know, but she likes vagina. And then all of a sudden, we walked all over. I had no shoes on. I was walking on the asphalt. It was 120 degrees in the shade. I had bubbles on the bottom of my feet. <laughs> and at the end of the parade, it's so decadent and hedonistic. She's there. She has a basket full of fruits. She throws it into the polluted water of Coney Island there because, you know, there are a lot of flowers. 
flotsam and jetsam. And I had to swim out and retrieve it. I did every one simply to make sure my burning dogs <laughs> would actually survive. And then I went and had some dirty water hot dogs at Nathan's. Oh, my God. What a day. There he is, folks. That's why he's on every weekday morning. It doesn't matter. Whatever's going on in New York City, whether it's the subways, the Mermaid Parade, Rockaway Beach 116, the Mayor Eric Adams, George Santos, the Met Curse, there is nothing my man Curtis doesn't know, doesn't get involved in. You, my friend, are the greatest New Yorker ever. Oh, I'm going out there. I'm going to talk to all the brothers on the subway now and say, Juneteenth, you know what that is? <laughs> oh, is that like Kwanzaa? You know, nobody knows what Kwanzaa is. You should is. do that. You should take a, a, a little tape recorder out to the streets. Oh, and why, I does, go- why doesn't Justin come with me? Are you too afraid, <laughs> Justin, <laughs> to come out and confront the brothers and sisters? I confronted Dominic Carter last night, right? I said, yo, Dominic, what's up with this June 19th? Uh, 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 June 10th. Uh, uh, well, I, something about Galveston. Aye, aye, aye. What about the proclam- the emancipation of proclamation Abraham Lincoln, January 1st? 1863, and all the white men who died to free the slaves. The Republican Party freed the slaves. The Democrats wanted to keep black people enslaved. And they've continued to enslave them through propaganda so they're not free agents, so they get the shaft while illegal aliens come in and get what's rightfully theirs. Yeah, Eric Adams. Mayor of the illegal aliens, you talk about, oh, I'm number one brother, I take care of the sisters. No, you don't. You're the mayor of the illegal aliens. And what happened to law and order? Get back into the subways. Get out of all the clubs you go to at night and see what's going on in the subways. Should have elected me. And you know what? People are now saying, don't blame me. I voted for Sliwa.